Welcome to the OC Bombers Podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, sir? Fantastic, fantastic. Number 61. Big old 61. And I I need to say that we're recording this from OC Bomber Podcast Studios North. Yes. And we have protocols in place. Exactly. I have my. I, I came in with a bandana. You know, that's. I've, I've got that new look now. The bandana. You have the, the Willie Nelson look. Exactly. And it looks good. <laughs> All right, number sixty. Number sixty-one. Sixty-one. So, are you starting? Yeah, back we're, we're going to get music? back into the groove of things. So, this oh, the, so number good, sixty-one on the hundred twelve top oh. top albums of the of the decade. Oh, now I can see you do that live. It's fucking up next to you. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the audience, Neil. It's from the two thousand thirteen Frank Turner release, Tape Deck Heart. And now, is this Ike and Tina Turner's? No, Frank son? Turner. No, he's Frank a, Turner, who that, used to sell Ford Escorts at Frederick no, he, Motor no, Company. He's he's on the other side of the pond. He's a he's a, a British rocker. But interestingly enough, on this album here, this is produced by Butch Walker. Oh, we like the Butch. We Walker. We like the Butch Walker. Now, this is independently. I love when my artists like I like I, I like Frank Turner independently. I like Butch Walker independently, and they magically got together. I don't know. It just happens. It's like lucky music, charms. Good music finds good music. Magically delicious. You may continue. Oh, oh, are you done already? I'm done, I'm done. Oh, that deserves an applause. So we had a 4th of July, and now we're back. Yeah. Uh, some feedback from our last episode. Yeah. Two weeks, wow. Two weeks. I think everyone agrees from the feedback that Oreos should only have regular cream and be double stuffed. Yeah, I got some, I got some crap from this for my family as well. Really? Yeah, they think I'm crazy for just liking the regular Oreos. And I told him to back off. <laughs> <laughs> Just back up. Right. I mean, Linda was like, you know, and Jagger, and they were all but all crazy about the double but, stuff. But what's great is all the scientists at NIST <clears throat> yes. agree this is a national need. It's a national they need. They need to do something. Go ahead. Can I digress a second to that? My oh, sister, that's what this whole podcast my, my, is about. My sister Deborah in this conversation Deborah? was ta- talking about how the Wegmans brand of Oreos are... Just as good. Store brand and as I said, good as national brand? Eh. Now, now she said, if, if I'll go mm-hmm. buy it, when I go next time I go to Wegmans, and if, and if I don't like it, she'll reimburse me to $2. Well, that's a nice offer. Isn't that nice? <laughs> well, why doesn't she just say Hydrox? Exactly. Right? No. Exactly. That's what. Ex- you know what, Scotty? I swear to God, I said the same thing to her. I said, I got one word for you. Hydrox. Yeah. No. <laughs> not good. They weren't good at Bible school. They're not good now. <laughs> Bible school. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. And uh, yeah, but speaking of weekend, well, and speaking of Jagger, um, he uh, he gave me a little. I asked him. He's like kind of a uh, Jagger's on the end. He's like social media guy. He knows everything, right? He he's on the cutting edge. Exactly. He's like he knows influencers. He knows all the stuff. I asked him some critical critical feedback. Everything's good. He wants more Rushmore. More so, of our Mount Rushmore. Right. So, so 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 like it's like more cowbell. Well, you know, more cowbell. Exactly. I got to tell you, we need more Mount Rushmore. And guess what? He's going to get some today. Exactly. Now, little, little tease. Now, when you first told me that, it sounded like Jagger just wanted to hear his name on a podcast. Exactly. Like, we're just going to keep repeating Jagger for, to say Jagger for Jagger. Should we talk about the Rolling Stones? I mean, Jagger's great. And if you want your name on the podcast, Jagger, I guess you, Jagger's got to give us uh, more input. And then we could say Jagger a little more. Jagger, Jagger, Jagger. Right? I don't know. <laughs> That's great. You know, it's, it's nice being in the same room with you. 
Now, okay, yes, o- you continue. O- over the 4th of July, we, we teased that there was still going to be the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Mm-hmm. They held it. I watched it. Did you? I did not. It was fascinating. They were in a basement of some building. Okay. They had plastic shields up in, okay. be- in between the contestants. And Nikki Sudo, the female contestant. Yeah. She ate 84 and a half hot dogs in 10 minutes. Wow. New record for her. And then Joey Chestnut. The king. For the 13th time in a row, wow. he, he won, but he set a new record, oh my God. 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Oh, my God. I'm sure I could find that on YouTube. In, in, in how many minutes? 10 minutes. 10 minutes. <clears throat> wow. But the last place guy ate like 12. And I'm thinking, Neil, you and I could eat 12 in 10 minutes if we had to. Push came to shove. We could have been in that contest. Wait a second. Remember the last 12? I, I it was like it. 12, 15, somewhere in there. It was enough that I said we could do that. Well, just to that point, we had a, we had a July 4th celebration. I brought some, like, I thought I was being, like, a socially distant, like, an appetizer. I put, like, hot dogs on, like, a little thing. I think I, nobody ate them because I did it wrong. I think I ate 12 <laughs> hot dogs on, on, on July 4th. How can you do hot dogs wrong? No, they wouldn't want to touch. It's another story. Oh, okay. But not to go that But, but I Never probably mind. ate that many of that on that day. Wow. Hey, speaking of, since we're together, yes, sir. and it was America's birthday, <coughs> Happy birthday. you brought Uncle Joe's moonshine. Yes, with we you. did. So let's do it. Um, wow, this is the first time we've done it since um, episode... Uh, since episode 48. 48. It's been three months, and there may be a slight evaporation loss. Because um, I wouldn't drink this on my own. I don't know, Neil. <laughs> there's a lot. So here hey, we go. Wait, wait, wait. You know what? Mystery. Lisa? Are you, if you're oh, listening, oh, oh, Scruffy, <laughs> Scruffy and Scrappy might be doing. All right, all right, salute. salute. Here we go. Oh, ooh, oh, that tastes just the way I remember it. That wasn't bad. What, yeah. Does it get better with age? Once every three months is okay. It's kind of, it kind of, it kind of warms the chest. Uh, uh, yeah, I can, I can feel hair growing on my chest. I have. Um, are you getting warmer? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always warm. I'm sweating right now. Oh. So anyway, how was your week off for the 4th of July? Uh, it was fantastic. We had a uh, we actually went up to uh, visit our friends at Bedell's up in... Uh, about ah, the, Ted and Kelly Bedell. The, the, uh, up, up in the Finger Lakes. Uh, Kuka Lake. The Finger Lakes, the Finger, yeah. And we had a really wonderful time, you know, boating and... Um, pickleball? No pickleball. Boating and, and campfires. And we we also have some new... Some new um, uh, podcast listeners, uh, Christine and, and Zach, they had like an 18 hour trip back to Tennessee, so they're gonna listen to it. You know, hopefully, oh, it very six, nice. I told them they could listen to all 60. That's a, that's a great way to listen to the podcast, listen to them yeah, right. all, you and can then feel and the then, momentum. And then, and then Elizabeth and Stephen were there, their other, their other daughter and, and, and a husband, and um, he had um, he has his own podcast also. Okay, I don't care about that. Okay, <laughs> anyway, but this here's the thing I got one, one question about this, so, so we had a wonderful time, but. The family's like, like the Jack Lalane family. Okay, so they work out and exercise all the time, and, it, and like they, they what do you call it? They, they kind of uh, bicycle up mountains, swim across lakes. I mean, it's just oh, wow. crazy. All right, just. But here's the thing: I've used that reference twice. The Jack Lalane, yeah, family. the jumping Jack. Named okay, after Jack nobody Lillane. like nobody gets it. I'm like, and then and then it's like it's like the Partridge family kids who. They don't oh get that gosh. reference either. <laughs> Jack Lalane, he's the godfather of modern day exercise. Thank you very much. But I guess the, the, the new generation's millennials look it up. That's all I'm going to say. 
Well, I'm glad you're teaching them that because Tony Horton and Sean T, they're great, but Jack LaLanne is where it started. Anyway, tell me, yeah, these people are they're, they're freaks. <laughs> <laughs> they're freaks, I tell you. <laughs> well, I was I stayed at home because we were supposed to be on a cruise. Right, right, right. So, uh, Big Jody, uh, Big Sister Jody, uh-huh. and brother-in-law Bill, who was on the podcast, sure. they came up because we were going to cruise with them. So they stayed with us the whole week. We had lots of fun. We had a an excursion up to North Central Pennsylvania. So we got to see Bud and Eileen. Which I've seen all this on. I saw this on the Facebook machine. Yeah. And and her, uh, Eileen's hair is now longer than mine. Oh, very it's good. It's coming back and cool. very nice and fuzzy. I love it. Longer than mine? But you just first time you see me. No, uh, she's going to catch up to you maybe in another right. two podcasts. Cool. Very good. And uh, every day Kelly made us these lava cake desserts. If you haven't had a lava cake, yeah, I I don't know what a lava cake is. I mean, I I asked you, you to you save me one, but apparently you save one for a Riker, not me. I mean, really, you haven't been on. I'm a the podcast cruise. partner, huh? I'm sorry, you haven't been on a uh, on a uh, carnival cruise where that that's one of their main desserts. It's a cake with a little bit of liquid chocolate goo in the middle, and okay. they give you ice cream with it. But Kelly, of course, had many different flavors. Now, is it an age like an age food cake? What kind of cake is it? Is uh, a, it's like a chocolate cake or a okay. lemon cake. It's right. it's very small. Little cup, about the size of our bourbon glasses, if not smaller. Okay. Very good. They and look good. I, I haven't had one yet, one of Kelly's, but it's okay. Now, have you ever done an escape room? What? No. I'm afraid one of those. those I don't like that. Um, we did one at home. So I would I would annoy people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fun. We, we did one with Jody and Bill, and Kelly went to the uh, escape room and Frederick and picked up the at-home version. There. Okay. Really? Is it okay? Uh, kind of deal. And you have to go online. Basically, you have to figure out about eight different puzzles and type in a code. Okay. Online, and it says, you've solved it. Move on to the next one. It was fun. It took about an hour and a half. Kelly and I, I think we only got irritated with each other once. So that Not was good. Bad. Well, because, you know, you're always throwing out ideas, sure. trying to figure things out. But that was fun. A little something different since we weren't on a cruise. Now the this escape room that you could I I can get this on 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 the under it what? Uh, you can no you have to go pick it up pick it you up you can order it there but whatever all right so yeah that was fun fun times now Neil good times good times I do have to say on the journey to and from North Central Pennsylvania drink yes we stopped at Sheets so did I and they have their uh, COVID protocols in place uh-huh. you know wear a mask when you come in. And, of course, everyone paid attention to it and followed them, except for one person at each sheets we stopped at. It's so funny. I had the same experience. There was always one person, and they seemed to always have a little bit of defiance in them. You can tell they're standing with attitude, like, I'm not wearing it. You can't make me wear it. And I'm thinking, Uh, um, just wear the mask. I saw that. We stopped in the same sheets in Lewisburg on the way there and back. On the way there, I seen that same character. (laughs) <laughs> and and there was one guy reading a paper as you walked into the sheets. He had a mask on, but he had it pulled down beneath his nose uh, and mouth, just on his chin. Uh, and I'm thinking, what are you doing? Yeah, guys, people wear masks. Just wear a mask. This is this is this important Mascaras, stuff. Yes. And, and and still, wash your hands and yeah. physical distancing. That, that, that's the OCB podcast creed. There we go. Now, Neil, uh, before we get into our Mount Rushmore here, yes. something really quick. Um, I like 
different uh, sayings, you know, that are in our culture. Okay. And things. And I always like to figure out what the origins or meanings are. Sure, I get it. Because I'm like, where did that come from? How did that start? The root of the word. The root of it. So here's one that I heard and I looked up about. And I want to know if you've heard this one. This saying, I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. Have you ever heard that? Um, no. <laughs> now, you may, you may have heard it. Um, think back. Did you ever watch Ren and Stimpy back in the day? In sure, the I love Ren and Stimpy. That's, now, that's... they have a song, Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy. Yeah, of course. Who doesn't love Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy? By Stinky Whistleteats. Yeah, yeah, of course. And he says in there, I don't think you're happy enough. I'll teach you to be happy. I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. So this was the first time I heard that. Uh-huh. And I'm, I just thought, oh, that's just a funny, weird thing to say. Sure. Well, then I heard it again in another movie, this old Western movie with Gregory Peck. And yeah, you're, you're, you're into the what? You're revisiting Westerns. I, I'm, it's called The Big Country, but Gregory Peck offers to clean some guns and Burl Ives yeah. says, I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. And I'm like, wait a second. Okay. I've never heard. <laughs> what is he talking about? That's what, that's the beauty of the Ren and Stippies and, and the square bike. It just it brings you. It, yeah. it brings it into your consciousness. All right. So so what's I'm I'm on the edge of my literally on the edge of my seat. <laughs> so here's what it I don't is. want to get too close. The saying it refers to a person giving advice to another person in a subject. With which the other person is already familiar with. Okay. So don't offer advice to someone who has more experience than yourself. So basically, anybody I talk to can have can say that saying to me. <laughs> <laughs> or you can. Why don't you say that to them? I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. What do you know about the Rolling Stones? See, it works great. What do you know about music? I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. But. The sucking of eggs. Yeah, okay, yeah, what's I okay, so what all right, what is the origin? Why? Many years ago, people would suck out the contents of inside of an egg by piercing both ends of the egg, and then they would suck out the innards. And then it became commonplace, it became such a commonplace procedure that people would say, Oh, I could teach your grandmother to suck eggs was like trying to teach a child something new, but the grandmother already knew it so well. Can you say something? My grandfather and grandmother sucked eggs. They sure they taught me how to do that. Did they really? <laughs> yeah, you cut put both eggs in a hard boiled egg and and it would, and, and 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 the egg would suck on. You have you have a whole a whole shell in in, in your hand. So you have literally <laughs> sucked eggs. I know how to do that. <laughs> you can say that. Start using this. It's a better saying than that's a Heinz 57 of right. topics we're talking Wow, about. I remember this. There we Actually, go. my father used to do it. My father taught, my father used to do that as well. Wow, that's awesome. That's I am, no, this is, the, I'm, I'm going home. Bye, everybody. Hope you have a nice, have, have a nice podcast. Well, I'm starting to sweat. Let's take a break. Let's do it. And when we come back, our Mount Rushmore of comedy movies. Ooh. Jagger, Jagger, Jagger. Tease. Have you ever been yelled at in a football stadium bathroom to trim your nose hair? Do you ever look in the mirror and see a jungle-like growth coming from your nose? Or, worse yet, has your significant other ever leaned over to yank out an unsightly nose hair, measure it, take a picture, and then post it on Facebook? Then you need the OCB Nose Hair Trimmer. Hi, I'm Neil from the OCB Podcast. 
Take it from me, no one wants to see a garden growing out of your nose. That's why I use the OCB Nose Hair Trimmer. Introducing the OCB Nose Hair Trimmer. It's made in America and has a unique ergonomically shaped handle to allow you to really get deep into the nostril to cut away the thicket of hair growing from within. I really love the unisex design. It's so comfortable. Anyone can use it. Just call 1-800-OCB-NOSE to place your order. Hey, can this be used for manscaping? That's 1-800-OCB-NOSE now. So, wow, you really suck eggs. Yeah, I've done it before. I've done it. I haven't done it probably in 40 years, but yeah. Maybe you could do it on the podcast. Okay, you could try it. Suck egg and we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. All right, so uh, Jagger, has, Jagger, have we said his name enough? <laughs> who, who loves the uh, love Mount Jag. Rushmore's. Everyone loves our Mount Rushmore's. <laughs> and we love Jag. Tonight's Mount Rushmore is our Mount Rushmore of comedy movies. Neil, you won the rock, paper, scissors. Right. So you get to go first. So I've got to go first. So I, these are in chronological order. Okay. Mine is not quite, but go ahead. Okay. So I'm going to start with um, December 1974, the movie Young Frankenstein. Now, hold on. That is also on my list. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, have a little conversation about young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so the, but, but, but the, but the point about this December 74, Blazing Saddles came out the same year. Right, Mel Brooks was on fire. Right. Now, I could, not see, I could not see that movie, but I oh, heard no. of it because it was rated R. Right. Young Frankenstein was rated... PG thir- was rated PG. Was PG, before, right. Before That's 13. all there was. Anyways, I got to go see this movie at the Valley Stream Theater and with my friends, and it was just a blast, and I loved it, and it just, it really, it was unbelievable. Now, the other thing, interesting about thing about that was that, um, for me, was that Frankenstein, as we like to say, and the Igor versus Igor, which is the yes. Marty Feldman character. character. Yes. yes. This might be another another subject for the day. <laughs> One of my nicknames, my nickname when I, when I got to my new school was Igor. Okay. And at the, that time, the, everybody started calling me Igor. Well, of course. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> so that kind of resonated with me. My, my mother hated it. A different subject, different time. But let's talk about Young Frankenstein. Well, you know, I can and do... I loved, it, it, it opened my world to a, a whole parody of, of, everything, of everything. I can do something about that hump. Okay. <laughs> what hump? There you go. Yeah. So I have down here... Yes. Uh, you know, Mel Brooks, he does all the parodies... Yes. High Anxiety, History of the World, Spaceballs. Young Frankenstein was written by Gene Wilder, who is great yes, yes. as Frodrick Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Why don't you say Frodrick? <laughs> it's Frederick. There's just great little things like that. Now, I was too young to see this in the theater. Okay. I saw it first on TV. All right. And the first time so, I saw it, I was like, wow, this is, there's something I, here. I was 13 years old. And so. it, it parodies the first two Boris Karloff Frankenstein. Oh, absolutely. Movies. It's just it's, it's, Frankenstein <laughs> and the Bride of Frankenstein. A lot of young Frankenstein is actually from the right. Bride of Frankenstein right. movie. But uh, you're right. Great cast. Uh, Gene Wilder, Marty Feldman, Cloris Leachman. Yes. Frau Blucher. Yeah. Horse Winnies. <laughs> uh, Terry Garr was very good in it. Great set of knockers. <laughs> 
nice knock. And then Madeline Kahn. Yes. I don't know what planet she was from in this movie, but she was just dead on perfect as Frederick Frankenstein's uh, um, fiance. And then Peter Boyle was great as yes. the monster. Yes. Oh, it, it was just great it, on and you know uh, Frankenstein, what hump? But Abby, yeah. Abby something. Abby Norris. Abby Norris, it's great. <laughs> and then another one is the charades with Seda Give. <laughs> that floored me. But uh, I think the best part that I like best, and Neil, I'm going to ask you to sing. Oh no! Yeah, putting on Ritz. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I don't. I can't. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, well, then I'll I'll do it all myself. You ready? I'll, I'll continue. I'll, I'll go with you. Go. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? I love doing that. Okay. All right. Well, I, I I do love that, but I. <laughs> Holy crap! That was loud. Um, that's awesome. Yes, I, I, it's so funny. We we did not I, talk about it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. All right. Um, yeah, really, it set me up for my lifetime of, par- of 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 comedy and parody. Seriously, and you know me, I'm all about the pillars. <laughs> yes. All right. So let uh, let me go next. Yeah, sure. Uh, 1980 in the Holiday Cinemas in Frederick, which you know I love. I sure. worked there. You worked there. Um, a movie written and directed by David and Jerry Zucker and Jim Abrams, Airplane. So they went on and they did Top Secret, Naked Gun, yes. same kind of oddball humor. But what I loved about it was the old school actors like Leslie Nielsen, yes. Peter Graves, Lloyd Bridges doing straight, their straight man stuff with this weird material. Oh, it's great. Um, oh, and the phone's ringing. Uh, like Peter Graves going, so you like gladiator movies? You know, <laughs> things like that. But uh, Robert Hayes and Julie Haggerty yes. were great as the star-crossed lovers in this. And it parodied all of those um airport movies that were out yeah oh, about four or five disaster exactly, movies about yeah. airplanes oh, and it made fun of all trouble right. in the sky <laughs> but i remember my parents laughing so hard uh-huh. during this i was like i've never seen them laugh like that that is awesome remember that po- remember that point that. for a little bit later and then uh it's a pg movie yes but at one point there's just yeah, it, got, gr- it got a little racy gratuitous <laughs> boobs in there and i'm like hey i love this is this is cool this is funny so, uh, Shirley, you can't be joking. Shirley, you can't be exactly. I'm not joking and don't call me uh-huh. Shirley. Another thing that I love was um, Leslie Nielsen as the doctor. Uh, and somebody comes up to him and said, you better tell the captain we've got to land as soon as we can. This woman has to be gotten to a hospital. A hospital? What is it? It's a big building with patients, but that's not important right now. <laughs> so that humor, love it. Uh, no, it airplane. Is, it is. Deadpan on my Mount Rushmore. All right, Neil, go ahead. So we have now two for you. Yes. And now with my second one, now we're going to go to Josh's birthday, release date of July 28th, 1978, Animal House. Oh, that was under consideration for me. So there's another one of those coming of age movies for me, 1978, 17, got to go to R-rated movies. Now see, I'm 10 and I couldn't see it, but I heard a buzz about it. But it was just, it was... And now I get it. It was just guy humor, but it's just funny. <laughs> and it's relentless. And I do love still it, watching this movie. I think oh, it yeah. holds up great. Well, that's the thing about all these movies we're talking about, at least for me, is that I could, if I'm, you're flipping around, you're just going to stay with it no matter what. Yes. These four, yes. Movies, these four movies we're talking and, about. And that was Belushi's big movie role. Absolutely. I mean, and that it, broke yeah. him out and he is, he's just a force to be reckoned with in there. But my favorite line in the whole thing is, um, 
and we've used, I've used it is um, he's a useless tool. So I mean, that, <laughs> we just my friends were like, "What a tool!" I mean, that was kind of our word for you know. Right? <laughs> That's just, and I still use that word. I still use that word and to this day. What a tool! I I love Dean Wormer. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Who put fizzies in the fountain every year? You're dead, Mister. You're through. That guy. I can't remember the actor's name. He is awesome in it. Um, oh, it's just but fl- otter, all the, ca- the flounder, flounder, otter, all the characters are just you know knock. It's great. Your new Delta name is uh, <laughs> Flounder. Why? Why not? <laughs> exactly. I mean, we still quote it. Exactly. It's with us every day. So Animal okay. House. Thank you. Animal House. Great right. choice. Thank you. All right. My next one is um, 1994. 1994. Directed by Peter Farrelly and co-written Ooh. with uh, Bobby Farrelly and Bennett Yelly. Starring Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. It is Dumb and Dumber. Oh, very good. Now, this now is I the... do not have reference for this. You but have seen it. Okay. I have seen it, but I don't have I don't have any context. Oh my gosh! This this was another one in the theater. The story of Lloyd Christmas. Right. I know. I know. Harry Dune. I've go, seen it. Going to Aspen. The laxative scene is probably the biggest, uh, most famous scene from it, where Jim Carrey gives the laxative to Jeff Daniels, right. and then he poops himself for like five minutes. Right. I'm glad we got, check that out for the. We've got to put pooping in, in our drinking game, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it uh, is now officially, for those taking notes out there, continue. When I laugh in a movie theater, yeah. sometimes it's short or whatever, right. but this was the second longest sustained laugh okay. in a movie theater that I've okay. ever done. Remember that thought again. <laughs> um, so my laughing was at the blind kid in a wheelchair petting his dead headless bird with the head uh, you know, kept on yes. by cellophane tape. <laughs> Uh, the longest laugh I ever had, I think, was in the Kingpin movie, but that's not on our list. Um, but it, it's a so great... It's the P. Farley movie, by the way. Yes, it is. Yes. And it has a great soundtrack, too. The music in it... Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber is very good. Really? Yes. Did not... Pay attention. Did not know that. My favorite quote from Jim Carrey in the movie is, Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel can still serve a purpose <laughs> and i use that a lot very good all right all right so i'm on number to your three. next movie all right so um this is one that um i don't think you've ever heard of but it's so um this is one of my favorite movies but one of my favorite comedic actors and writers of all time which is albert brooks written and directed by albert okay brooks. yep lost in america oh I've heard of this. I've never seen uh, From March this. of 85. Um, this is kind of, the concept is these 80 yuppies, kind of what they say, they go on the inflation train. So they bought all these, the, the, the property, everything was, everything goes, all that, all their, all their, uh, the house was like high. And yeah. Stock market was good. They cashed everything in, mm-hmm. bought a Winnebago, and we're going right. to discover America. And they're going to buy a house like in like Nebraska for like... But just you know, drive around for, America. For, for like dirt cheap and just figure out where they're going to land. Yeah. Except they landed in Las Vegas first to like re- redo their vows and everything went bad. But <laughs> okay. anyway, and then, um, it, it is just a wonderful movie. It's just a funny movie. And Albert Brooks... Could be one of my favorite comedic actors and, and writers of all time. He has a very uh, specific tone to yeah, his exactly. comedy. Yeah, exactly. He's pretty... I, I, I like him. He's like the L.A. Woody Allen. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that's how I kind of see him. Okay. I, 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 Lisa will like... When I see him, I just start giggling. I, I just giggle. 
And this movie just knocks it out. By the way, Julie Haggerty in this right, in, yeah, in, in she's this movie. the wife. Yeah. Right. So that's another reference to uh, we had uh, airplane. Airplane. Thank you yes, very much. Thank there you. we go. So yeah, Lost Neil, in America. Neil just tapped me on my knee. <laughs> Nineteen eighty-five. Okay. Uh, so By the way, the uh, our anniversary. So they, we are oh, thirty-five yeah. years old. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> well, uh, since we had one crossover, do you want to? You were going first, so you would go first, and then me, or would you like to? Me what, to go? Whatever you want me to do, Scotty. Okay. Because my last one's kind of a uh, a wild card. Okay, go ahead. Because my last one is kind of a wild card as well. Right. Go ahead. All back right, to so, back, Neil. So, so, so this one is like you talked about um, uh, movies that like laughing with your father in a movie theater. Yes, you talked yes. about a movie, a movie laughing in a theater. So this movie was a movie from two thousand and one called Rat Race. Oh yes, this yes, was with the, like that. it's like an ensemble cast <laughs> yes. that go. The concept is they go from Las Vegas, and then some rich guy says. I'm going to give you two million dollars to go from from Las Vegas to New Mexico, and all these like cast of characters go from point A to point B, and have these capers. Oh, oh uh, kind of uh, like not quite a ripoff, but like a, a mad, 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 mad world. Mad, and that world. kind of yes. that's exactly my point. I was about to bring up is that that I remember my dad watching that movie with my dad and, and yes. laughing hysterically, and it was when he kicked when Jimmy Durante kicked the butt bucket in that in, in Mad, Mad, Mad World. My dad thought that was the funniest thing <laughs> in the world. He cracked up. Anyway, getting back to Rat Race, we went to go see it in the theater. Yes. We were, Jake and Jake and Josh were kind of, um, soda was coming out of their nose. We were laughing so hard at, at, at certain points. And it just, it's it, it like, I was like, what? it was like a good family, it was like a good movie and it reminded right. me of good family comedy and I just, I always see that movie and I was like, this reminds me and I could talk about scenes but, it is hilarious. John Lovett's in it. John, Lo- I was going to say, I think Soda came out the nose with the John Lovett <laughs> yes, scene exactly, in the car. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And and of course, at that time, I'm prairie dogging. Uh, yes, I'm prairie dogging. <laughs> and at that time, every movie had to have uh, All Star. Right. Song, hey now. Yeah, exactly. You're an exactly. Smash exactly. Mouth exactly. In it. And that was at the so, end, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I remember seeing that. Right. that, that but that is the only. Movie. By the way, that is the only movie that is not on the AFI Top One Hundred. Top One Hundred. I right. was surprised. I went back to the Lost America. It was number eighty-four, which I I did not realize. Oh, so I had a little nice. credibility in my Look choices at... here. And by the way, Adam House was thirty-six, and Younger Frankenstein was thirteen. Oh, very nice. So, yeah, I think uh, all my movies are on that list as well, except okay. this one. I'm pretty sure. Okay, here we go. This is, this is your wild card, or your. Uh... Here, here's my last one. A 1995 movie directed by Tamara Davis, Billy Madison. Okay, <laughs> I actually have it on my DVR just as we speak. See, um, <laughs> okay, so it's Adam Sandler playing this goofball heir to the uh, Hotel Empire. His dad, Darren McGavin, from A Christmas Story. Sure, is his dad. But Billy has to repeat grades 1 through 12 to prove that he can take over the company. And this was on basic cable, I think, every night for a year, (laughs) like maybe in uh, 2000 or earlier. And the kids and I, we would watch it all the way through every single time it was on. So it's ingrained in us. Adam Sandler at his uh, gibberish best. Absolutely. (laughs) Him playing dodgeball against a bunch of uh, elementary school kids. Priceless. His back to school song. We sing that every year at the beginning of Star School. Back to school. Back. But the guy who steals his scenes is Chris Farley. Yes. As the bus driver. Yes. Like, 
That Veronica Vaughn <laughs> is one piece of each. Grand, great, fine. Still do that to this day. I love it. Um, that is a great movie. Now, Bill, he, he's had a whole string of movies. Um, yes. And, and there have been some duds. Absolutely. This was, I think, his but this first really big right. leading role. And it's all him. And you can tell it's his sense of humor. Chlorophyll. More like Borophyll. <laughs> And also, his other line when, when he's uh, supposed to be paying attention in class is, No, I will not make out with you. I'm trying to learn here. Do you want to make out with me? Great stuff. But at, at the very end, at, at the last uh, Jeopardy type uh, thing that he has to do to uh, get his degree, mm-hmm. when he goes on about the story about the lost puppy or whatever, and then the principal says, Mr. Madison, what you said is one of the most insanely idiotic things ever. <laughs> At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in the room is now dumber for having listened to it. That so basically our podcast. It's our podcast in a nutshell. But once again, another great soundtrack. You wouldn't like it, but it's great. Adam Sandler likes those 80s songs yes. and things in there. But Billy Madison, all right, love it. I actually have it on my DVR. I will, I will be watching it by by the next podcast. Now, do you have any other under considerations that you were thinking about? Um, um no, like, I, 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 no, I, I really didn't. I was struggling. I went back to that list. I said the top one hundred. Yeah, Should I yeah. say anything? Mm-hmm. And I think I'm pretty comfortable with my list. I looked at that. I was thinking like I had like a Ghostbusters, Spinal Tap, yeah. Sixteen Candles. The Spinal Tap um, Best in Show was it was in the running. Those and Pee Wee's Big Adventure right. was close. Yeah, they're, they're like that, but, that, um, that 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 whole Christopher Guest thing. I, I do like that also. Yes, very good. But story. I had that in the parody piece. You know what I'm saying? I'm, <laughs> I'm all about the pillars. You like you got to stay so in your about, lane. So how about how about documentaries? I, you think Unc, Unc, we could talk about Uncle Finch? Oh, we can't talk about that no, that Al Gore like, Al Gore thing. Can oh, we? oh, with climate change. No. Oh, I think we're out of time. Oh, oh too bad. But, well, an inconvenient truth. So. We'll, we'll see what happens next time. Hope we'll get to it, Al. Thank you for the internet. Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Please share the link, download, and listen. listen. Spread the word. We're on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us your feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty. Bye.